if Masai does not build that team around Scotty, and Scotty sees that team's going nowhere, read my words, guys. Scotty Barnes will leave Toronto. Scotty Barnes will leave the Raptors. Welcome to Tea Time with Tommy with your hosts Tommy, Norbs, and me, Brits. Hey guys, long time no see. I haven't like done an episode in so long. Yeah, it's finally oh, wow. great to have co-hosts. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's finally great to have two co-hosts, audience of Tea Time. It's finally yeah. great we to are, have two we're, co-hosts we're back. with me. We're back we're just back. like uh, spring training in baseball. We are back. We are hey, back. You, yes. both, you, both, you both left me. <laughs> To do an episode by myself, I'm not happy about that. <laughs> That's okay. You told me something. You did great, Quite the experience, you did great. yeah. You, oh, it's an experience goodness. of a lifetime. Quite the experience, yes. <laughs> I just want to say, uh, I just want to say the viewers before uh, uh, Britt, you start off, I'm just a little sick, so I have this Kleenex in my hand. I was coughing all morning, so just bear with me. No words Britt know about it, but... That's I just wanted to say it's that. It's all part. good. You still sound great. It's all good. It's all thanks, good. Thanks, Britt. Thanks, guys. Yeah, no problem. So on this episode, we're going to be talking all things Toronto sports. Well, just basketball and hockey. So let's start with the Toronto Raptors. Well, Tommy, you're wearing a Raptors um, hat right now. So how about we start off with you? And let's talk about the Raptors post-trade deadline. What is happening? So as you guys can know, the last um, topic, which I did by myself because you guys weren't available, talked about the Pascal Siakam trade. So we got two first-round picks for the 2024 season, guys, which will be huge for Masai to build around Scotty, RJ, and Emmanuel. So we get two first-round picks, a conditional 2026 first-round pick, which was good. We also got Bruce Brown, Kira Lewis Jr., and uh, Jordan Aurora. Now, what we did was we flipped Kira Lewis Jr. I don't know why we traded him. Traded him to the Utah Jazz. With uh, I believe it was Otto Porter Jr. for Kelly Olenek and up and coming uh, prospect. Okay, pronounce. Forgive me if I pronounce this, this wrong, guys. Okay, Agbaji, we got from the Jazz. He looks like a really good, promising player as well for the future of Toronto. And yeah, and then we also trade Dennis Schroeder and Thaddeus Young for nobody because originally we got them for Spencer Dinwiddie, but then Raptors waived them. To why? To save $13 million in calorie, uh, salary space. So I don't know why we gave up two players for nothing, but I mean, it's to save salary, but it's pretty hard attracting free agents, guys, to Toronto. So I don't know what kind of magnificent grand scheme Messiah and uh, Webster's, uh, Bobby Webster's creating over there in the Toronto offices. But so far, so far, it's been pretty even, in my opinion, guys, with the trade. Like, Pascal with Indiana really hasn't done anything. Like, they're, what are they, five and six in the past six games? They were five and six before, and I think they're also five and six again during the past six-game stretch, I heard. Not doing so well. Raptors were just sinking down the toilet. We're not doing well at all. Oh, <laughs> uh, me and Brett were at yeah. the first game, uh, Norbs, and it was horrific. Victor Wembayama single-handedly, single-handedly destroyed us for all the Raptors fans who no. want to see that game. <laughs> The future and, of that team. Oh, he's, <laughs> oh, me and Britt, uh, 
Oh my God, I was so impressed by him. I was like, yeah. I came here for the Raptors, but actually, I came here for him. And oh. so I was like, damn, he was the star of the show. And I've took uh, Britt to no many doubt. games. No doubt. I've took Britt to many games because uh, she's such a great friend of ours. And that's the first time she was impressed by a player. I mean, that's when she's like, wow, this guy is amazing. He's elite. Like, so, he's just so, like, lengthy. Like, his hands, like, he just needs to, like, stretch and then he'll block. <laughs> Why didn't we get him? Why do we have to end up getting ridiculous <laughs> Raptors? We can't get Wembayama. But yeah, and then so the we're tanking and stinking up the joint. The only thing I think I think Schroeder and Thaddeus Young made no impact with the uh, Brooklyn Nets. I've heard stuff thus far. Uh, what Schroeder scored four points the last game against the Celtics. Not that good. So the only only team that's won in all these myriad of trades that we've done is the Knicks. The Knicks got OG and they look stout and stellar. Looking like an Eastern Conference contender right now. But all in all, OG didn't know he wasn't going to do anything for us. Like, yeah, he's a great role piece for a championship team. But at the end of the day, he wasn't going to move the needle and get one and flee us to a championship with Pascal. So we have to trade him. And we got, I believe, two good pieces in RJ and Emmanuel. That's the future of the Raptors with Scotty. So it's even. I think that I think post-trade deadline, we really didn't lose anything. The other teams didn't really gain anything except for uh, the Knicks and OG. And I'm kind of happy we're going to tank so we get another good draft pick. But this year's draft doesn't look, it looks eh, eh. So I don't know. Like it, it's just mm, right now for the Raptors post trade deadline. Yeah. I mean, it, it, when, when it comes to, you know, the, the Raptors situation, I think, uh, you know, they, they've lost three in a row. Uh, although they came close to certain games in the last uh, five or so. With the exception of Wambayama, uh, just uh, controlling the the whole game Ooh. for 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 the Spurs and uh, you know you uh, did control the, the, the whole Raptors. game, right, Brett? Yeah, literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I I think uh, the the Raptors are in a good good place right now. I think they're in a, they're in a crossroads uh, in their franchise. Uh, you know they they just had a new coach and in uh, the Darko Ryakovic. Uh, he's doing a he's doing a you know, good job, an excellent uh, job so far. Uh, yeah, there, there are there are some games where you know they could have won because of you know uh, the 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 lack of defense that they have in, in those uh, few games. But they've they've came close. They've came close to uh, certain games in the last five. I mean, like, I mean, the, their their progress is not really brutal, uh, but at the same time, promising. I mean, like, uh, it, with the exception of the Spurs uh, on on uh, Monday. Uh, the the Pacers when they face the Pacers in uh, Siakam's return to Toronto, they only lost by two points. Uh, you know it, it's it's heartbreaking to to lose that close uh, against the Rockets. Uh, yeah, they 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 won that one hundred seven one hundred four. Uh, the the Cavaliers, well, they you know it's one nineteen ninety five. Uh, I mean, as you can see, like you know th- this is a very progressive team, uh, as I mentioned before, and uh, these trades that that they've uh, um, acquired, Kelly Olynyk. And R.J. Barrett and uh, and uh, Emmanuel quickly. I think um, you know. I think there's going to be more. There's going to be more happening in the off season. Um, I mean, they're just uh, you know playing out like how how are they going to do at the end of the year? Um, is it time to keep rebuilding or like you know do more wheelings and dealings? And and I think that's what the uh, the Raptors should focus on. Like basically, like you know, pan, like pan the season out. And uh, assess the situation for the off season. Like you know, what what do they need for next year? I think to me, uh, they need more defense. <laughs> uh, that's plain and simple to to win close games, especially. So, 
Um, I think that they're in a good spot right now. Uh, they, you know, the, the draft, they just uh, have to muddle through it and, and see what's uh, what's best for them, you know, as, as, a, as a team and, and what they need uh, so far. So um, I think that they'll, they'll uh, you know, do more uh, dealings at the offseason. But, I, you know, like I said, they're just, just going to have to assess what's going on uh, near the end of the year. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with you, Norbs. Like their defense, from what I saw, was like so bad. I was like <laughs> lacking. It, it was Lucky's like, Victor are you, no, I, I was like, Victor are you professional basketball players? Even when like Wembyana wasn't even blocking them, it seemed like they could not even focus of like where the, the other pl- where their teammates were and like passing mm-hmm. like the ball just simply. I'm like, how can you yeah. miss a pass? And, like, why are you throwing the ball so far? Like, do you know? <laughs> are you communicating with their team? And it looked like no. Yeah. It looked like they were just, like, like each individual player was, like, playing by themselves. Uh, yeah, uh, that's, 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 that's so true. Yeah. Uh, you know, you guys know me. I want to bring some fire to our po- podcast to get some views and clicks, right? So I'm going to say something nonsensical, but not so nonsensical. About I don't want to go off topic on the Raptors here. Victor Wembayama. So Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic, you're in Dallas right now. Listen up carefully, okay? If you don't win a title with the Mavericks in the next two, three years, well, how long you're in Dallas, Luka Doncic, join Victor Wembanyama. Luka Doncic, go to the Spurs, join this masterful superstar, Victor Wembanyama. You will win a title. I said it. Well, let's hope that... Okay. Uh... Popovich is still coaching the Spurs. I mean, they, oh, like, they're, they're in a transition as well. He's going to coach yeah, forever. And, and he's a terrific coach, but uh, I can't really count Dallas out. Uh, I mean, they're having a fantastic season as uh, well. Um, and yeah, it's I mean, the same they, they, they have a good team Dallas as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's, it, it's a good team, like two, two like talented teams. And, you know, unfortunately, the Spurs is exactly where the Ra- the Raptors uh, pages right now when it comes to the standings but uh Dallas has you know a potential they they're you know have an opportunity to to at least like you know make the playoffs and and go a little bit further uh but there's there's other strong teams out there uh you know there's the Lakers Minnesota um you know uh the Clippers all those teams that are hungrier than than the Mavericks so <laughs> Uh, let, let's see how the playoffs uh, pan out. I mean, like it's going to be exciting, like how these teams are are, are going to you know jock for position. Well, for, yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 definitely. So, what do you what do you what are your bets for the Raptors this season? Like, what do you think is going to happen in, in the future and the season? Can I, can I go first, Norbs? Hear this yep. out. You know me. Yeah. I, I got these crazy takes, right? <laughs> yeah, Norbs and Brent know this. All the tea time with Tommy viewers know this. So once Cook Scotty's contract done, Norbs, I'm thinking 2025's contract is done. I'm looking at 2025 or 2026, whatever. Scotty's contract's going to be done. Scotty Barnes. If Masai cannot show Scotty, like build a championship team around him, I was saying he's going to leave because I, I think he's going to be a Raptor for life. I think he loves our city. He's got those subway commercials. He's got those camera commercials in, the, in in downtown Toronto. I think he truly loves the city of Toronto. I, I'd be surprised if he leaves, but let's not be surprised. Like, if Masai does not build that team around Scotty and Scotty sees that team's going nowhere, read my words, guys. Scotty Barnes will leave Toronto. 
Scotty Barnes is from Florida. The weather is better over there. It's not as cold. Don't have to pay Canadian taxes. Florida is tax state free. Don't be surprised if Masai Webster don't get the job done and surround Scotty with the team. Scotty Barnes will leave the Raptors when his free agency's up. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I'm the I'm one out of this first. group that has to. <laughs> I'm the one out of this group that has to say it, guys. But yeah, Scotty might. Be. Okay. Okay. What's your take, Norbs? Well, I think to me, you know, uh, Scotty Barnes uh, is is a really talented player. He's got a bright future ahead of him. But if you look at the the Raptors' track record, uh, you know, in their past twenty five years of of history, each draft pick that they've drafted. Chris Bosch, uh, Vince Carter, uh, DeMar DeRozan, T- Tracy McGrady, uh, Pascal Siakam. Like all, all the all the players that they've acquired, homegrown, and that they've drafted, they've really treated well, and they've signed them. They they've been they've been Raptors for like a number of years. They don't leave right away. They don't leave within like two or three years. So I think to me, the same treatment goes for Scotty Barnes. He will be a Raptor for the long term. I think that's the goal in the next couple of years to sign to sign him to a long-term extension. I think he's a very talented player. I mean, like, I, I, I can't really compare him to DeMar DeRozan, like, when it comes to stats and everything. Uh, but, like, equally for, for you know, guys like DeMar and uh, for, for Scotty Barnes, like, they're, they're, they're the young. They were ta- they're, they're very talented, and they, they can outscore anybody. Uh, they're, they're, their game is, is right where it's supposed to be. So I think that uh, you know the the Raptors have treated their draft picks in the past very well. They've you know they've become Raptors for for a number of years, and I think uh, for Scotty Barnes, it's it's going to be the same thing. Like they'll sign him to a long term, build a team around him, and uh, you know he's going to be the core guy. He's going to be the core guy, just like uh, how uh, Siakam was uh, one of the core guys in the championship year uh, of the Raptors. And uh, how, like you know, Vince Carter and Chris Bosh, uh, talent was back in the day. Like they they centered those guys around others that can play well together. So I think Scotty Barnes will be a long term long term Raptor uh, for for the years to come. No, I, I once again, Norms, I'm not gonna, like I, I would be really shocked. Uh, sorry, Britt, uh, I didn't want to cut in there, but I'll be really shocked if no. uh, Scotty leaves. But I mean, like, there's a good chance. How can we? I'll sit here and think he's not like he's from Florida, free, not, not, no state income income tax, better weather, family and friends are there. Like it's not out of the first even possible. If he sees that this team that Masai and Webster are building around them aren't good enough to contend for the future years, why am I going to waste my time here? You, you know what I mean? So I hope we don't lose him. He's our yeah. main player, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. you know, it, 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 as you said, the history states uh, that all the superstars we picked they end up leaving except for pascal and damar everyone all the other superstars end up leaving or demanding a trade like well that's another story with vince carter's trade thing with nets but you know you never know okay now that tommy switched up his hat from uh, toronto rappers to toronto maple leaves we're gonna be talking about this topic yes so i'm gonna throw off to you norb so we're gonna be talking about morgan riley tell us what's happening with him right now well, when the uh, Leafs uh, faced the Ottawa Senators in a losing effort, uh, Ridley Gregg of the Ottawa Senators, uh, for, for some reason, uh, 
slap shot the puck into the empty net uh, seconds before they're about to win the game. And uh, Morgan Riley took exception to to that uh, nonchalantness. Uh, and he cross-checked him and uh, potentially injured him uh, in the near the end of the game. And uh, Riley got a, a five-minute uh, um, a game of conduct, sorry, in a five-minute major for that for that unfortunate uh, hit. Um, yeah, and a few days uh, later, uh, Morgan Riley had an in-person hearing and uh, got suspended for five games. And uh, here we are, um, Morgan Riley-less in uh, in this uh, you know next little while, and and he's uh, trying to appeal the suspension, and that's that's the story behind Morgan Riley. And it's crazy how uh, you know there's it's been a hotly debated topic, uh, hotly debated topic uh, that uh, you know the, the the number of games that we that that he uh, got that he was handed down. I I think to me that uh, you know potentially injuring a person, even though that the, you you're teaching the young man some respect about you know not not being a showboater, uh, um, not do, like doing some nonchalant uh, act. Uh, right, you know, before the end of the game, uh, you know, I think um, I, I I understand where Morgan Riley was coming from when it comes to cross-checking the man, but uh, you know, he potentially injured him, and it it, it was an unfortunate act. Like he he took exception to it, um, and unfortunately, it, it it cost him, and it it the cost the Leafs dearly because it's five games, and that that's like you know five games plus. Uh, the the weeks that the, they're off, like it, like Riley's going to be off for quite a long time, like a little bit, little bit of time. So um, I I think that the 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 five game suspension uh, was was fair. Uh, you know there was no reason for for the the man you know to for the guy to potentially uh, you know injure your opponent, even though that like you're you're trying to teach him some respect about like you know be being a true hockey player and like you know be. Be respectful of the game. So I think the the five game suspension was fair, uh, and uh, the the Leafs will have uh, will won't have Riley for uh, the uh, considerable period of time. Mm. Tommy, what do you think? Do you think that the five game suspension was fair, or do you think it's it was too harsh? Well, this is the ridiculousness of my co-host Norbs Cabrera, guys. Because uh, <laughs> no, it was not fair. Norbs was ridiculous. Okay. I'm, first of all, I'm happy that Ridley didn't get hurt. Yes, he got cross-checked to the face. I'm glad he got up. He was able to do a post-game. Uh, so had a little scratcher in the post-game. I'm glad he's okay. He didn't get hurt. But if you wind up with an empty net and think nothing's going to happen, you're living in la-la land or you're living in an utopia. Because let me tell you something. Back in the 80s, 90s, stuff like that, there were straight-out brawls. Like, going for your face punches. That's what happened back in the 80s and 90s. And if Morgan Riley did not stand up and do anything about it, you know Leafs media, guys, the both of you, they would have been destroying Morgan Riley and the Leafs for not, not fighting back. But, oh no, he did something to stand up for the team, and now they're getting blamed. Like, give me a break with Leafs media. It's ridiculous. You know, so... I'm glad he's okay, Ridley. Like, yeah, I, I, what he did was very unethical. Um... No one in the hockey world is uh, backing Ridley up for that because that was ridiculous. You wind up on the empty net. His own uh, teammate, Captain Claude Giroux, couldn't really back him up in it during the post game either. Like, you don't do stuff like that. It's a code of ethics in the NHL. So, and also, Morgan R- Riley doesn't have a bad pass. He hasn't had any 
misconducts or suspensions in his career. This was probably his first one. And you give a guy a five-game major, it's ridiculous. You know, two-game, like Kevin Bieksa said in the post-game, two games would have been fair. Two games, right? Or like Jennifer Botter also said, two games, two, three games. Five games, a little too much in my opinion. But it, it's like too late to appeal. I heard Morgan Riley appeal, guys, twice already. Just take your time off. You're in the All-Star game. You had no break, Morgan. You're the only defenseman out there that does anything for us. Just take a take a break and get yourself ready for the playoffs because we're definitely going to uh, need Morgan Riley for that. But in the end of the day, what's the point? Because the Leafs are going to get bounced out of the first round anyways. So I guess... Okay, that leads me to my next to... question. Yeah. And like with Morgan Riley uh, suspended for five games, what's next for the Leafs? Like, do you think like what's going to happen during his suspension? And what do you think will happen when he comes back? I'll be quick, North, and I'll leave this to you. Yep. Once again, what's the point about Morgan Riley's suspension? Because the Leafs are going to get bounced out of the first round again, ladies and gentlemen. We all know what's going to happen. They're going to get swept by Tampa or Boston in the first round. So all in all, no matter how unfair it is to Morgan Riley, I think it's unfair. He's going to come back. We're going to make an amazing run in the regular season. Be like one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference. We're going to get that third, second, third, or fourth place in the Eastern Conference. And we're getting swept. So, I mean, at the end of the day, that's what I'm saying right now. Uh, you know, that's the future outlook of the Leafs. We're doing great. We've been winning off and on. Not as great as the Oilers or the Jets or the Canucks are doing out there in the western uh, area of Canada. But we're doing okay. We're winning. We're losing, winning, losing, winning, right? We're not like, it's not like we're losing the whole time, right? But once we get, we're going to make the playoffs, guys. Telling you both, we're going to make the playoffs, of course. But we want the top seeded teams at Eastern Conference. And then we're going to lose and get swept in the first round. So, in all essence, that's the moral of the story. Guys. It's unfair for Morgan Riley. But what's the point of him coming back if his team's just going to get swept again in the first round? Sorry to be a hater and spoiler today, guys. But maybe it's the cold that I have right now. I'm sick a little bit, but I'm just being... Norris, what do you think? Well, I think uh, Tommy wishes, wishes much... Uh, positive things for the Raptors, other than the Leafs. <laughs> uh, you know, af- after after changing after changing his hat, I think uh, you know he he feels a lot a lot more down than up uh, just by changing to a Leafs cap. <laughs> uh, you know what? Um, I think the Leafs just has to keep playing hard, keep playing solid uh, defense, uh, even without Morgan Riley for for the next little while. Um, I'm seeing, uh, you know, in, in the the game that they're playing at the, as of this moment right now, uh, Brody, Lilligren, uh, Benoit, and McCabe, Giordano, and Lagesson. I think Lagesson will be the temporary replacement for, for Riley for for quite some time. I think. Um, I think we're gonna be okay uh, as long as um, you know the the core forwards uh, continue on playing well. Austin Matthews is playing spectacular, and uh, Mitch Marder, uh, you know, continue continue helping the team with uh with this uh playing and uh you know and, and Nylander. um i think they're gonna be okay uh they just have to like you know like uh, i i guess uh you know um even though even though rally's gonna be missed uh they just have to keep playing uh playing solid hockey um just uh you know keep uh the the, the forwards will have to uh 
really uh, step up here um, and continue on. The goaltending situation, um, Samsonov and Hildeby, the, the backup, I think uh, Martin Martin Jones is, is injured. Um, so yeah, the, the, the Leafs are definitely got their got their hands full with with these uh, with these absences. So uh, hopefully they keep they keep playing well the next little while. And yeah, um, I agree with Tom. Unfortunately, you know um, the the playoff picture we the agree. playoff picture will uh, be uh, unclear uh, for for the Maple Leafs. I I think uh, they'll be limping in the playoffs. I, I think. Mm. Because uh, you know they're in a wild card situation right now, so um, they're kind of in the bubble between like seven, eight, nine, um, you know, uh, placing. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's like uh, about a month and a half or two months left of the of the season, so yeah, they'll, they'll have to keep playing well. Uh, it's the, the, their schedule is going to get tougher, so uh, I think to me that uh, they they have the tools to um, keep playing hard, keep playing solid hockey. Uh, you know, avoid all the turnovers and and help out your goaltender. You know, in, in the in the uh, the back end. So yeah, like my hope for the Leafs is they they make the postseason and uh, and, and uh, they just go from there. Yeah, <laughs> e- either a first or second round uh, uh, appearance. Uh, we'll we'll see. I, I'm not I'm not sure at this point. Like, how are they gonna uh, fare in the playoffs? I guess that's the motto. We'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I mean, uh, I I want to continue. I know Edmonton fan base is gonna be annoyed with me. Uh, I'm sure uh, Britt knows. I have a good friend named uh, Avery works in Edmonton. He's gonna be annoyed with me for saying this. We need Connor McDavid with the Leafs when it's over because that's the only way we're gonna win the cup. I'm sorry. Like we need the best player, one of the greatest of all time, to join the Leafs. <laughs> I know it's a pipe dream. And I know the fans it, are so it is, it is all still, the time, Tommy. You say it is still a pipe dream. It is still a pipe dream, my friend. We, I mean, <laughs> like, like, like this is how do you? Okay, guys, how do you? Like ten years from now, right? When you when your kids are like, hey, mom, dad, how on earth do you have John Tavares, Mitch Marner, Austin Matthews, and William Nylander? You can't win a cup. Like, what are we, how are we going to answer that? To them? Like, how do you not win a cup with those four future Hall of Famers and Morgan Riley? Five. Five future Hall of Famers on one team, and you can't even win the Stanley Cup. Because we need the it factor. We need the guy who's not scared to put in the leaf uh, limelight. There's only one person <laughs> on this earth that can do that. And I know, I know, like he's gonna, he's probably gonna resign with the Oilers. Maybe not, but if he doesn't, if there's a little glimmer of hope for us to win the cup, it's like he's the gonna re- Leonard effect. I, I think Otter to me McDavid. that he'll retire as an Oiler. Uh, yeah, it, it is Connor, a pipe come dream. On. wishful thinking to have a superstar player in Connor McDavid join uh, another Canadian team uh, uh, in, into Toronto. Town. Like that's yeah, hometown. I, I mean, yeah, it, it's it's gonna be difficult, man. Like uh, they still have a lot of contract to to dump in, in the next couple of years. Marner and Tavares uh, primarily. So uh, I mean, they've already signed Austin Matthews and William Nylander to big contracts. And to ha- to keep a Tavares and and Marner, they should have uh, won by now. You know, now. they they got to they got to think them. about that. They got to think about uh, what they'll do with those two. I mean, they're the core four, right? So, uh, in in the next couple of years, like they'll they'll just just have to shed a lot of uh, payroll, even you know, to to sign another superstar. Like that that's going to be another uh, challenge for them uh, in Leafs management. So, <laughs> as of right now, it's a pipe dream. 
I say we the get dream. McDavid and we hopefully hope Wonderwall will be good by then. And there you go. That's what's good. But, you know, we're probably, with our luck, we're probably not going to even, that's going to happen. We're just going to end up. No, that's okay. Yeah. I think we can end on that note there where we can dream about having Con McDavid, but yeah. probably not going to happen. So let's Wrong. end on that note. And so that wraps up another episode of Tea Time with Tommy. If you liked this episode, please subscribe to our podcast and follow us at Tea Time with Tommy on Instagram. Do you have a TikTok? Yeah, uh, yeah, Tea Time with Tommy 79. Come on, guys. You guys are my co hosts. Don't even know the TikTok. Tea Time with Tommy 79 on TikTok. So follow us on Instagram or TikTok. Oh, yeah, no one doesn't have TikTok. Too cool for that. I have a clock that TikToks. Oh, man. Comedy time now. Anyways, right. see you guys later. Thanks, guys. Take care. Uh, on another note, please like and subscribe our podcast, Tea Time with Tommy, or else Tommy will throw tea at you. <laughs> <laughs>